We believe you have a story to share. For 2,000 years, humankind has believed in the power of story. In healthcare, we're finding ways to better heal those who are in front of us. Join us as we explore healing stories now. Well, I want to welcome everyone to another edition of Healing Stories, and uh, what a great honor and opportunity to be with Grant Thomas today. Uh, Grant is the founder, co-owner of Soul Collective, someone who I have been with for quite a number of years, and I am so pleased to have him with us because he is the soul in some ways of many people's lives. And Grant, uh, as we do with so many of our guests on Healing Stories podcast, we just open it up and ask them, could you tell us who you are? Absolutely. Well, Martin, first off, I wanna thank you for uh, wanting to include me in this great series that you have started. Um, I have luckily been able to be, be a part of this from day one. Um, you know, Martin reached out to me several years ago with this vision. Um, of starting a podcast, and um, he gave me the opportunity to, to be a part of that and uh, kind of help him get that started and, and, and mix these podcasts that he's recording with all these great folks. So uh, first off, I just wanted to give thanks to Martin. Um, he's a great man, and uh, he's doing a great thing. So I'm honored to be a part of this. And yeah, you know, my name is Grant Thomas. Um, I was born and raised in Fort Smith, Arkansas, where I currently reside now. Um, it's where Soul Studios is located as well, right down on the Garrison Strip. And, you know, Soul Studios has, um, it's, it's definitely been my baby. Um, it's been a very long and um, hard journey to get it to where it is today. But, um, you know, I've always been very close with music and I was raised very religious. So um, that's really where the passion kind of came from for me. I was very involved from a very young age. In church, my dad has always been the, the head of the media department at our church. My uncle has always been the, the head of the sound department. So from a very young age, I was plugged in, learning how to run sound systems, then growing to actually performing on stages and, and platforms at youth congress, congresses, youth conventions. Um, and then that eventually grew into me starting to record myself on drums. And um, I really started to develop a passion for more of the production, the engineering side of, of music. Um, and that eventually grew into me recording other people, you know, um, and, and now here we are, you know. So uh, Soul Studios, uh, it took about two years to get um, off the ground. You know, we, we went through about two years of um, some serious renovation. And, um, you know, with Soul Studios, we wanted to, um, we wanted to give people access to a world-class studio um, right here in, in the, the heart of downtown Fort Smith, uh, a city that's not really known for music, you know, but we have this world-class studio that we're able to um, let people use. And, and, and you know, our, our real goal with Soul Studios was to kind of market it as a retreat, you know, so we want people to come experience the River Valley, come experience the natural state of Arkansas, um, but we don't necessarily, we, we want them to, to get out of the big city and get them away from all the big distractions. And, you know, you'll notice um, in some of the photos and videos that I send Martin after this interview, um, a lot of the furnishings inside of our studio um, represent many, many different cultures from all over the world. We have handmade Indian tapestries um, all over our walls. We have 
imported uh, acoustic products from Portugal. We have lighting and 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 different furnishings from Morocco and um, uh, Turkey. I mean, we've just touched so many different cultures because when people visit Soul Studios, we don't necessarily want them to feel like they're in Fort Smith. We want them uh, to be inspired and, and and motivated by all these other cultures that they are um, in. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, it, it's been an incredible journey to, to get it to where it has, where it is today. And we're just getting started. You know, we just opened up back in December. Um, and then with all this COVID mess, uh, right when we were kind of picking things up and getting some momentum, uh, all this COVID mess came up. So, uh, it's been nice to kind of sit back over the last month and a half and catch up on a few things that we didn't originally get to do. Um, but definitely are excited to, to kind of see things getting back into, into order. You know, Grant, I am so appreciative what you do for people's voices and for their stories is enhancing them, uh, just as I have experienced. And you're so kind to talk about that because uh, we always are trying to communicate who we are. And a big part of this podcast, as you've edited it, is people trying to say, this is who I am. Right. Yet a lot of times that takes others to do that. And are there ways that you have found sound allows people to come to understand who they are? You know, absolutely, Martin. Um, So many people um, that we get the opportunity to work with, you know, we, we see the most vulnerable side of them, you know, here in the studio. And it's our job. um, Part of the reason we are called soul studios uh, is to portray the soul of that person, you know, um, whether it be in form of audio or form of video, but many people, um, when they get exposed to an environment like we have up here at Soul Studios, um, they definitely kind of find, uh, I guess what I'm getting at, music is many people's form of language and communication. And, um, you know, it gives people a voice that they may not have a voice elsewhere, you know, but through music. So all the time we come in contact with people. um, Well, everyone that we come in contact with, they take music very seriously. You know, this is their, their only uh, means of, of not only income, but also purpose. They find purpose in music, you know, and, and getting their message out to the public. Um, Many people it's music, whether you're listening to it or whether you're creating it, it's their way of coping with situations, you know, those could be happy situations, sad situations, situations of grief, depression, hope. I mean, uh, if you look at everything that's going on in in today's world, um, all the negativity in today's world, music is that universal language that every, everything else seems to, to fall away. The, the, the skin color, um, and, and all the, the race problems we're having now, it just brings, it brings everyone together. It's always been something that brings people together, whether that's for uh, a, a bad thing or a good thing, you know? What you're talking about is our world's way of handling uh, fear. Uh, we know so much of our need right now is to make sure that we're attentive to Uh, those who feel they have no voice, the institutional racism that has uh, just uh, become so apparent. How many of us, and even those who are listening to this, would take a night and instead of watching the news, would put on uh, some sounds? 
Absolutely. And, and see what that does to your soul. Absolutely. And, and how do the sounds affect your ability to be who you are and how you serve the world? Absolutely. What are some of your favorite sounds that, that help you be who you are? You know, with my religious upbringing, um, music has always been a healer for me. You know, um, it's always been a spiritual thing for me. Um, I've always connected with music on a, on a very spiritual level. Um, I was raised Pentecostal and, um, you know, uh, a lot of times just the strike of a certain chord, you would feel the presence of God move into that place and you would associate the move of God with um, the way a song sounds or, um, you know what I'm saying, the way the arrangement of a song is is uh, performed. So, you know, I've always been drawn towards very soulful, um, you know, jazz-influenced music, um, stuff that doesn't necessarily need lyrics um, to... Uh, to, to make you feel something, you know, a lot of, a lot of come in contact with a lot of people where if, if there's not any, any lyrics in a song, they just automatically write it off. They don't want to listen to it. But what's so beautiful about music is it moves you rather, whether you understand the lyrics or not, you can feel the music, you know? So that's the type of the sounds that you asked me that I like, that I um, help me to find purpose in, in my everyday walk of life. Uh, it's the sounds that you could feel, you know, it, they move you just from the, the way they sound. And uh, you don't necessarily have to understand the, the theory or the notes or the lyrics, but it's the feeling, you know, um, it, it, the music moves. It, it does. And it moves something that needs to stir in our souls right now. Right. And that's probably why these spirituals, the Negro spirituals, the ways of people's battle, the, the cry for uh, see me has uh, been so powerful these days. Right. And maybe our ability to listen to the sounds is going to be better than our way of being verbose in, in the words we choose. Because right. there is some rhythmic thing that happens inside of us. And we did a story when NPR picked it up on music and healing. Mm -hmm. I, I'm so struck by that. And people can go and, and find that, uh, that NPR did and millions of hits on it. As we right. studied, when you walk into a space, if you feel a song, you're more likely to decrease your anxiety and also be aware of your need for healing and just be honest about what's going on rather than your tense uh, you're going to not tell uh, the provider what you think uh, because right. you don't trust them. And right. so all of a sudden, music sensitizes us to what's happening around. And it's not right. just Zen kind of tune out. It can be huge uh, energy and vision. Uh, one of the things right. you and I did was create our uh, before and after song. And we did that off of this method. I think it was Adiyamas. Um, who helped us with just being a vision song. Uh, are there songs that you are hearing in this period of our world that might help us rise out of the fear that we have? The music industry is at a, an interesting, I guess the whole world's at an interesting place right now, but I think now more than ever, it's important for artists to be releasing music, you know, just because of everything that's going on. But so many artists are struggling with 
is, is now a good time to be doing that is now, is that important, you know, with what everything that's going on, in my opinion, it is because each person can have a different experience with music from the same, from, they can have a different experience or interpretation from the same piece of music, you know? So, um, it gives, it gives something, it gives people something to relate to in these times of, of, like you said, fear and, and hopelessness and divide and, to answer your question, there has been some new music that's been released um, specifically revolving around the current world events. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head that I would um, quote for people to check out, but I would definitely like to include something in, in the description of this, of this, you know, for people to look at. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I know that there are, is some stuff out there right now that uh, is definitely, like you said, um, targeting the fear that so many people are feeling right now. And, and well, and I even think that your gift of being a drummer and right. drumming in a way can be rhythmic towards moving forward and right. eat of the drum. And then we hear this phrase of he, he, what is it? He uh, beats to the, a, a different beat of a drum. Um, mm-hmm. You know, however that, phraseology goes that I clearly don't recognize but (laughs) even my son uh, when I was getting ready for this podcast with you I asked him what about music Simon Uh, what do you want me to ask Grant and he said Uh first ask him when the Frozen uh, 3 is going to come out and the song (laughs) that goes with that Um, but he loves the song by Olaf which is when I am older Uh and he is uh, turning five in October and even five-year-old is aware of some song or sound that is getting him excited. And it happens to be of a snowman uh, that's imaginary. But even if the listeners would just take a moment to say, what's that song or sound that they get you out of bed in the morning that you put on when you're having a tough day? Uh, The great friends of mine at Fort Smith, John Cooley, uh, he developed a Spotify channel for me in coming into this new role out in Southern California. And I think that says a lot about a friend when they know you so well that they can pick your playlist and that it motivates you. And I listen to that playlist when I'm trying to create presentations or things like that. Uh, And one of the songs that he has on there is Willy Wonka's Imagination. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, that our world is looking for imagination, isn't it? Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you're in your studios with people, one of the things I just wanted to talk about today is what you began the interview with, which is vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Isn't it true that you're seeing people be vulnerable because they're expressing uh, what's inside of them? Right. How could we help our world to allow that vulnerability to come out and say that we respect it and that's who you are? More, more love and less judgment. There's so much judgment in, in today's world, um, in every industry, in every career path, um, but especially in the music industry. You know, uh, comparison will always be the thief of joy. And um, one thing that we always try and, and, and tell the people we work with, like, your music is your baby. You know, you need to have confidence in your music and believe in that because if you don't have confidence in it, it's not going to translate to the recording. You're right. This sense of what's inside of you is vulnerable and our world judges what uh, doesn't 
uh, make sense to them. And a lot of sound and a lot of music that comes out is trying to resonate with the other person. We right. have studied within healthcare how resonance, resonance uh, is a way of healing. So if you and I are together right now, this is a, a video, but it's also going to be a podcast. We're in some type of flow and resonating with each other. Right. There's right. a trust, not just because of all the years, but because of how our uh, sound is going. Right. And that I think is a real important, even tonality. And, and when you, as a, as a, as an originator of allowing people to tell their stories, their healing stories by music, mm-hmm. you allow that space that is not judgmental. And that was what I was asking about how you right, create right. space. How do we as humans create space of non-judgment so people can allow their story to be beautiful and told? Right. Right. And you know, that also plays into, um, part of the reason back to me talking about kind of the the design influence that we went for in the studio, I'm a firm believer um, that your environment plays a huge role in your ability to create, you know? So that's part of the reason we, we went so above and beyond on the interior design, the studio is because we wanted people to be comfortable in there. We wanted people to feel inspired and motivated when they're within those four walls and that way they, they aren't scared to, to be in their most vulnerable state. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a comfortable, inviting space that allows people the ability to, to enter that state, you know. Um, so anyways, yes, uh, you know, more love, less judgment. Um, it, even, if, even if we as people can't relate to a piece of work that someone is um, releasing, uh, that doesn't give us the right to to, to necessarily judge it or, or talk negatively on it because you don't know how many people it is reaching in a positive way. And um, so, yeah, I think uh, that that's the root of everything. You know, I remember being in the studio and you were uh, put me in there, the mics in front of my face, and I couldn't help but think of that wonderful movie, uh, The King's Speech, yep. and how this guy was struggling so much to give his voice to the world. And one of his coaches at the end of the movie said to him, talk to me as a friend. Mm -hmm. I think that's the voice of God. Mm -hmm. The voice of God says to us, talk to me as a friend. And Mm -hmm. all of a sudden that voice that's within you, that sound that our world needs to hear slowly comes out. And the melody is beautiful. Absolutely. I, I can't help but encourage people to find what is their studio so that their sound comes out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Very important. Is there a way that people could get a hold of you, um, Grant, if they wanted to come to your studio, if they wanted to even have a video like this and and talk about uh, how to how to produce a podcast? How do I how do I find what my jingle is almost? too? How how could they reach out to you, Grant? So um, as as I said before, I definitely want to provide you with um, enough more than enough information uh, past this podcast to include in the description, but, uh, you can find me on my website, soulstudios.com, S-O-L studios.com. Um, we're all over social media. You can find me on Facebook, Grant Thomas. Uh, you can shoot me an email grant at soulstudios.com. Um, I'm, I'm not a hard person to find by any means. And, um, I, I am, I'm looking to get plugged in and help as many people as we can. Um, so that would be that would be awesome. 
Grant, I want to thank you for being with us because as always, uh, you are going to let people's sound uh, come out of them. And I believe it, it will create a better world. So thanks for that, Grant. Absolutely, Martin. Thank you for having me. All right. Take care. Time heals all wounds. Join us for our next episode of Healing Stories. Thank you.